Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the City Watch's American Citizens podcast. Uh, my name is Gray. I'm here with Josh, and we are reacting to Manchester City's 4-0 demolition of Bournemouth. Eight out of eight and a clean sheet in the league for the first time. Um, Josh, welcome to the show as usual. And frankly, I am running out of words for I'm running out of superlatives for this team. Yeah, you and I were both commenting on that. Like, it's like I I don't I don't know what you say at this point that you or I or someone hasn't already said, like, with each passing week, even with guys like Aguero out, like, people were like, surely Kalechi's, you know, assists and goal ratio has to drop. Nah, the kid is as as advertised, you know? Like, maybe it's just time we start talking about him, like, people drooling over Rashford, Iannaccio is that good. And I think that what impresses me the most about Iannaccio, and we'll get into all of this, but just, you know, to your point about superlatives is I had to come up with something new to praise today because I was like, well, I can't talk about, like, his positioning or yada, yada, yada. I've already babbled on about that. So today I was... I was praising his passing radius. Like that's where we are with like finding things to, to talk about in a positive sense with this team. I'm yeah. at passing. We're radius. not, we're not going to say that we're going to be boring today, but it's, it's, we're getting to the point where what else can you say? I mean, we've said, we've heard the jibes about, you know, let's see. It's it, the first thing I'll address is, you know, the one man team nonsense. Well, they played without Aguero and Silva today. And they didn't have any problem. Um, yeah, and the other thing is, oh, it was only Bournemouth. Yeah, so, um, and who haven't they had their periods of domination against? Obviously, yeah, it's Bournemouth. But at the same time, it's a Premier League team out there. And a team that United have already played and won 3-1 at. But, you know. If you, you if you want to say it's just Bournemouth, excuse me. When United thing. beat Bournemouth, it was the stepping stone to start talking about why United the, the are the, back. It was a breath yeah. of fresh air. Mourinho has them, you know. Right, right. This was but dominance. when City beat Bournemouth, dominance. Yeah, when City people, beat a, only Bournemouth. Good teams, very good teams in the Premier League are not going to dominate Bournemouth like that this season. No, it's. It's a level of dominance that that isn't really with any parallel so far this season. There has not been there have been dominant performances in the Premier League, but City seem to be bossing people, and that is such a difference. Um, yeah, I mean they won this game last year. They won this five-one last year, but it didn't had didn't have the same feeling at all. 
it was just they dominated the game. And that's that's all you can say about it. Let's let's go right into the uh the players. And the the first thing we're gonna ask here is how good is Kevin De Bruyne? And not just in the context of the Premier League or or Man City as a whole. The world stars. Guardiola's post-game comment was, he, you know, he can't sit at the same table as Messi yet, but the next table over, yeah, he's there. Um, so in the context of not just the, the squad, not just the Premier League, everyone, how good is this guy? Well, I, I, I know I joked beforehand, and not to be mean, because they were in, they, they were questions worth debating. Um, so we're not trying to be like, huh, you guys are all stupid for asking. Not at all. But... Boy, the questions about whether he's going to fit in here under Guardiola have dried up, haven't they? I mean, it's not just the questions about whether or not he's going to fit in. It's these questions about whether or not he and Silva can coexist, whether De Bruyne can step up when Silva's out, whether De Bruyne is ready to sort of be that creativity, like when Aguero's not there... That, that that source of creativity, excuse me. Um, as you mentioned, like, and as we kind of hinted at with, like, the whole, well, it's only Bournemouth when City beat him, but it's the start of the special one when United do it. Um, there's this thing about Kevin De Bruyne that I don't know if people... I, I will I I'm choosing to believe that really what it is with De Bruyne is that that it that nasty injury against Everton and let's be clear that was dirty play uh, that injury that robbed De Bruyne of a good chunk of last year when he was on a roll and even after he came back didn't exactly exert him assert himself in the biggest of games the way he had before. No, no, he was never it, quite the same after. It, it almost took him until PSG to sort of like yeah. find. And his even life. that was he was very good against PSG, but he was back to looking a bit out of it against Madrid. Sure. I don't. Think, well, the whole team looked out of it. Yeah, him. that's maybe it's an unfair criticism to blame it on the injury, but he never quite looked back to his best after that injury last year. Well, I, I think a lot of that was mental because I mean it comes down to. You know, he'll have, <clears throat> even though it's his Premier League rival, it's his international friend. And, and he'll have talked to Hazard about the number of times that that dude's had his legs just mutilated because people can't stop him and no fouls are called or they've kind of just told him to get on up. And I'm sure De Bruyne has got to have some sort there's, there's, there's after an injury like that, there's always something in the back of your head. Like, please tell me I'm not going to get that jackass ref that's, like, going to decide, you know, today I'm going to let him play. Like, yeah. you know. That's a, and, a well taken point. I, I, I think it's. I think it's hard for a player in the same season to, to, to recapture that after an injury like that. I, I even would even say it's nearly impossible. Um, uh, I the same way, although it wasn't as severe an injury. Yeah, I, I, I think it takes the off season, you know, you sort of take everything, compartmentalize it, 
take it in a box and and you set it aside uh, along with the remainder of the season. And that's really the only way that you get rid of it is, is you sort of exercise it with the demons of, of the previous season. And, and for De Bruyne, I do think it helps that he's had a lot of other things to concentrate on such that now it's like, well, he's not going to suddenly lose that confidence. You know, he's not going to go back to thinking that 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 mindset's not going to tinker in. He's off to way too hot of a start. You know, like he's not going to be thinking about that. He's going to be thinking. And, and I think the other thing that Pep's system does that Pellegrini's didn't. And, and I'll ask Damocles this question to a certain extent, but I think Pellegrini's system required a lot of side-to-side passing and, and, and guys to sort of beat their opponent one-on-one, and it almost invited more physical play. It was supposed to be a system that scored a lot of goals, but I think it also invited a lot of physical play because to, to use an American football analogy, it was running straight up the gut rather than kind of Barry Sandersing its way around the, the, the bigger hits. With Pep Guardiola, his entire system is about finding the open man in open space and giving him time to work with it and then he can offload it to the next open man in open space. So in in the instance where De Bruyne was essentially, you know, posting up, for lack of a better term, that's what he was doing against Everton when the guy yanked him down, you're not really going to see that because Guardiola's system doesn't require De Bruyne to go down there, post up, and then work his individual magic. So yeah. it's going to take care of him, mm-hmm. I think. Let me get back to the question because I buried it under another question, which is my sure. Point, but I um, I babbled. Yeah, no. Well, I also asked um, asked about a couple other things, but as far as who do you where do you, where do you put him in like your top whatever players in the world? I think that depends on how you look at it. Well, like if you're talking subject- about a guy, subjectively, you can look at it as subjectively yeah, no, as you want. No, 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 no. I, I, I mean, I think that depends on how you're looking at it. If you're looking at it as like a guy's overall ability to impact a game and create things, like if you're, because I think that when people ask these questions, it's lumped into two different categories: midfielders and strikers, and it almost always seems like. When it comes down to the best players in the world, every single one of them, with the exception of really messy, plays almost a center forward role. Um, and and Messi is really the only kind of like midfielder on their natural midfielder who's kind of drifting into best who or is best player in the world territory. So I think like if you're looking at it from like pure goals and all that jazz, I don't know, but I would certainly put him up there with the most creative players in in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it be Suarez, whatever in terms of creativity, 
I just don't know that if you were doing like a solid pound for pound top five. Yeah, De Bruyne. If 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 we're talking about a table of the top five of say Aguero, Neymar, Suarez, Messi, and Ronaldo, then I would agree. De Bruyne is not going to sit at that table, but he would sit at the table just adjacent. Yeah, that's about that's about where I would put it. He's in the next tier of players, and he still has the potential. He's young. People forget that. Well, not necessarily forget that, but. He is still a very young player. He's just turned 25. He's not yet in his real. If you if you rate a player's prime as say 27 or 32 or so, um, then yeah, he still has room for improvement. And he's only played eight competitive games under Guardiola. There's so much more to come here, and he has been so good that you have guys like. <laughs> Robbie Savage, who said, I wouldn't pay to see him, writing, I was wrong. And he did write that this week. He just rewrote, I was wrong. I messed that one up. Um, but yeah, that's, I think, I think you're spot on. With yeah, he's that. clearly a 16 million euro Chelsea yeah, flop. It's like, the flop, Chelsea yeah. flop. Um, you know, and I was thinking about that last night. I was like, how low, how low key terrible was Mourinho's transfer business at Chelsea? But, um, but that's the topic for another time. Um, it depends on whether or not you count the fact that he offloaded David Luiz for $50 million, which is, uh, to this day, I consider, like, like almost like the Kobe Bryant trade, if you will. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think we're obviously in agreement that, that, that De Bruyne is on another level. Um, he's, he's, he's definitely, if you, is he City's best here? Let me, let me ask this question. Cause this is a kind of a loaded question. So I'm going to put you on the spot here. Is okay. he, is he City's best player? Overall? Is he, is, yes. Is he City's best player? Yeah, I think so. I agree. I think he's, I think that Silva has always been kind of the supreme footballer at City mm-hmm. over the last couple of years. I think he's at that level. And we have a question yeah. about that later and we'll get to it. So I'm not going to go too was, far into it. What I was going to kind of say with the, the best way I figured out to answer your question is I would say that Kevin De Bruyne is just beginning to start the sort of Andre Iniesta like that's how deadly this cat's going to be. Like he is, in, he is going to be in that category. And Iniesta and those guys were never considered like the world's best footballers, but everybody knew who ran yeah. the ship. They, they were, were the there. they were the supreme. Yeah, everybody knew who ran it when they were there. Yeah, everybody. Everybody no knew. Questions. They were the they were the heartbeats mm-hmm. of the of the team. And De Bruyne. Even when he's gone, look, Ian Acho has proven and, and, and proper management has proven that, and I'm not saying this to disrespect Guero in any fashion, but a proper football club, especially one with, with European aspirations, should be able to replace a guy. Like, look, when Messi goes down, Barca don't sweat it because they have Neymar and Suarez. 
They just expect them to step up and do more. And usually those guys do. So too with City. You have guys like De Bruyne and Iannaccio that if Aguero can't go, you say, hey guys, we need you to do just a little bit more. And Kevin De Bruyne is like, no problem, boss. I got that one handled. I'm going to go out there and put in an otherworldly performance for you. I got you. Okay? Cool. Mm -hmm. Catch you on Sunday and we'll talk about the game. And that's exactly what De Bruyne did. And what he is going to do and has done under Guardiola. I think he's getting ready to become the next Iniesta. And I hate those phrases. Oh, you want to get me going? You, yeah, yeah. Just what I mean in terms of creativity, ability to score goals, leadership, and just overall field general leadership. Like the, the guy's vision is is next level. You right. and, and and that's what Iniesta had is that he could see same with Silva. Silva's the same way. And and De Bruyne is the natural perfect replacement for him. And and I know that a lot of people feel that they, David Silva is the best footballer that has ever played at Manchester City. And and I would agree, you know, in terms of pure footballing ability, it's really hard to argue with, with David Silva. I think De Bruyne is going to be better than that. Mm-hmm. Because he adds the goal-scoring dimension that Silva really only ever posed on the national level, I guess. Yeah. Um, if you ever do want to get me going, use the, the next blank phrase. Like, when I see Gab- Gabriel Jesus label as the new Neymar, I'm like, look, the, old, the, the last Neymar is the last Neymar isn't even old yet. Shut up. Yeah. I know your point. I know that you're, you've, you've stated it pretty eloquently. I didn't, and I know that you're not just making some lazy comparison like the media makes when they do that. So I want to ask you a question though, since, since you go for it. that up and then we'll move on to the, to the subject, because really what are we going to say about today's game? I want to ask you, cause you mentioned how good the this team be. It's worth noting that Gabriel G- uh, Jesus and Vincent Company haven't played. I almost wanted to say a, a down. They haven't. They haven't played a snap. Um, they, they haven't pitched an inning. They haven't played a single minute of this season for for Manchester. The Eagle City. has not yet landed. Yeah, and and in fact, like City, if if they don't allow him to remain there. Uh, you know, to play through the Copa Libertadores. And honestly, if they keep steamrolling like this, you, you have to consider that City may let him. Pep's, Pep's might. Known, yeah, but Pep's I imagine known. if the games keep piling up and they, they're, if there are injuries, then I think, I think the plan will still be to get him. Yeah, I, th- I think so too. I think so too. I think the kids coming, you know, and that all that talk is just hopeful. By, by the people in Brazil. Like, nah, City paints good money for this kid, and he's clearly ready to start producing at, at, at the Premier League. They could level. have brought him over immediately. Yeah, they could have. And probably... Although I don't know if that was Gabriel Jesus wanting to stay or City were like... He okay. did. I don't... Yeah. He, yeah. There's, I, there's some nuance to it, I have no doubt. But frankly, they have... They, they were fairly accommodating in that transfer, I think. Yeah. And, and 
And I'm just curious, like, when Vinny Company, because he was on the bench today, ultimately didn't play. Uh, yeah, okay, we were like, okay. No, so, no, Company did not come on today. So, yeah, so Company doesn't even play a minute. Like, you thought he'd get that in. Gabriel Jesus effect- effectively acts as a, a, a really, I don't want to say a world-class but certainly, like, that this guy's damn good and should slot over into superstar status um, uh, coming over in December. Yeah. As, as I don't know that he'll hit the ground running from day one, but I think that it will be next season that we really start to see what he's capable of. Um, you don't think he'll hit the ground running? Well, I don't know. I, maybe that's the wrong turn of phrase. I think he'll impress... But I think it will be a case where he was at the Olympics. He hasn't really had a break in a long time. He will come straight over in January. He will be joining up mid-season, so he will have to acclimate himself to the tactics and the teammates in the middle of a season. But he's going to get a lot of games in there where... I don't think he'll be bad, don't get me wrong. I I don't think think he'll look disappointed, but I think that... Yeah, I agree. But that's part of the reason why I think we'll really, really, really start to see what Gabriel Jesus is capable of after he gets a full preseason with the team and after he has gotten a bit of a rest. I think next season is really when I think we'll see what we paid for, if that makes sense. Okay, I think that's fair. I agree in principle. Uh, I I I just think it's 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 terrifying to me to think that city's oh it's still best, terrifying yeah city's best defender. And in theory, the the most polished young signing that they've made have yet to show up. Yeah, I agree with that completely. Um, other standouts today. I wanted to make note, there was a lot you could talk about from Raheem Sterling's performance after two sort of uneven ones. But I thought the one that I loved the most was that little jinking run he made past about five defenders and snuck the ball through Boric's legs. To, that hit the post. That was awesome, and he would not have ever done that last year at any point. No. At no. any point. And I love the unselfishness. Like we said, we remember in the first game, Ihe Nacho, I believe, had Delph teed up against Sunderland for an easy goal that would have finished mm-hmm. the game, and he went for it himself and didn't score. Today, they both Ihe Nacho and Sterling had two had an opportunity to be selfish and go for goal themselves. Both of them passed it up to the other guy to set up an easy goal. And that is awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and with, with one of those passes, I mean, that, that, that was no easy pass to make. Like, the defender was bearing down right there. You yeah, there was a high degree right of, on the, money. The, the second goal was so stunning. And there was a high degree of difficulty on several. The fourth, the pass to Bruna made, a, made to Gundogan was incredible. Oh, my God. Dude, I, I showed my roommate because he works nights and so, you know, he sleeps through city games and, and always catches the, the replay with me. And I showed him that goal. And the minute he plays that ball, my roommate's just like, oh, my God. He's like, holy crap. And, and then it was, it was just ran onto it. He's like, yeah. yep. Yeah, that's what that ball deserves. Cool, cool finish. Yeah. Um, it was It's stupid football is what it is. That's really what it is. And 
I, I thought Gundogan played really well again. I thought he was a bit quiet in the first half, grew into the game, deserved his goal. Um, I, I just, I don't know what else. It's, it, it's stupid. And that De Bruyne free kick, it was just so clever. Yeah. Uh, and I remember the quote too that that they had legitimately been practicing for that. I believe it. Guardiola had noticed that that Bournemouth tends to jump. Yeah. So they drilled that low kick, anticipating that Bournemouth would jump. So reminds me of last year. I don't remember who they were playing. I think it was a Portuguese team that Bayern were playing in the Champions League. It might have been Porto, Porto, or Benfica. I don't remember, and I forgive me for that. But I remember we saw a quote from one of the Bayern players saying Pep noticed how they defend corners on video and taught us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that. yeah. yeah, that I don't know if you remember the exact, but it's that sort of thing. I remember Ronaldo scoring a goal in the champions league in that disaster against Bayern. That was sort of the same thing. Everybody jumped and he just kept on the ground and slipped it past everybody. Um, so I love stuff like that. That was so cute and so clever. And I loved it. I loved everything about that game. I really won't, I don't have the words for it, but yet I can't stop talking about it. Yeah, no, that's that's yeah. I, I mean, you're you're bang on about that. That that then that, that it was Benfica that you were talking about, where they're like, you know, Pep had planned for this. <clears throat> it's the same thing, and and then you just look at it and you say, okay, these are the small things that City weren't doing last year. And if you look at how aggressively players go after loose balls, like the thing that I always found amusing is that uh, I never understood because I wasn't I'm, I'm, I'm more of a Dortmund guy than a Bayern guy. Mm-hmm. And and I, I didn't understand reading like, why does everybody love Rondos so much? Like, it seemed like it would suck, you know? Especially if you're the guy giving the ball away. It's um but then you see how aggressively and and intelligently the players go after loose balls to poke them and win them and keep it. And you're just like this is why the players love Rondos. They see how something as simple as the Rondo turns into domination. And you're like, you mean that little exercise has made us be able to do that? Hell yeah, let's do these things. Like, come on, this is the best exercise in the world. It's simple and it turns already gifted players into world-class players because it forces you to think quickly. And that is why players like De Bruyne and and like Ian Nacho and, and, and Sterling are making those instant passes because in that moment, the game has slowed down enough for them to look up, see the best option and just pick out a pearl, you know? And, and, and I think that you look back at, at, at Rondo's and you say, for me, it starts there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think obviously knows what he's doing. Um, and when those when those training methods. Um, before I get, he's in, not a bald fraud who's tactical. You don't say. He's going to be tactically figured out. I wish I remembered where I saw this so I could give them proper credit, but I saw it on Twitter this morning. Um, so they, they roughly said, 
it doesn't look like Pep's having any trouble adapting to the Premier League. It looks like the Premier League is having trouble adapting to Pep. That's, that's, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, before I go into the next point, um, did you, did you see his quote about how Bournemouth were the best team that they played? I do love that stuff. That is just a giant troll. Um, I, I don't, I think he meant it roughly like in possession because, and he said outright, everybody else played long ball. <laughs> it's like, that is so cold yet so wonderful. Um, so, yeah, we can play that game, too. I mean, that's sort of like, I mean, you can take that one and put it up there with the Claudio Bravo played the best game I've ever seen. Yeah, it's just coach, coach speak is the term you like to use. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm just, not going to read anything into it. It's fun to troll with, but I don't think it's significant in any way. See, I don't think it's trolling on Guardiola's behalf. I don't I, either. I don't either. I, I should make that clear. I think it's fun for us to troll with, but I don't think he was trolling. No, I actually think he was giving him a tip of the hat saying these gentlemen came like to play at us straight. And, and we and, talked about this in the preview. We said Eddie Howe is not going to park a bus. He's not going to sit back. He's going to... He he has Bournemouth drilled to play football, and they tried, and well, you know, there's nothing they could have done about it. It was just, you know, I think we this was a demonstration of how hard it will be to beat this team because if you give the, if you see them possession, they're going to find the space and they're going to kill you, and if you try to play them, they're going to pick you off on the counter, find the space there, and kill you. So you are in for a world of hurt unless you are really on it against this team. There's no doubt in my mind. But, yeah, I think – I agree with you. I think he was sort of tipping his cap to Eddie Howe and Bournemouth saying, you know, you tried to play football. Hey, thanks, gentlemen, for coming out and actually having the balls to play us instead of keeping up long balls to your supposedly world-class striker from your world-record signing midfielder, you know? Mm-hmm. like. Mm. Let's talk briefly about Nolito's red card. The best thing, if you ask me what he was thinking, the best answer I can give you is he wasn't. There was yeah. no need for that at that point, and it was fully Red deserved. He's, it was fully deserved, and he's going to get a three-match ban, and there's an, I don't really sympathize. <clears throat> there's nothing. It's stupid. Let, you know, it, yeah. and, and it, it might cost him. Out. You know, but, I'm not going to say it's going to cost him his place in the team or anything like that, but if Sané or someone comes in and impresses, then, you know, that could make – I think he'll event – he will be okay, but, you know, he's kind of punishing himself. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. That's really actually a, 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 a solid point. I mean, there are only so many spots on this team, and if a guy comes in and seizes the opportunity, sort of like Stones did, if you come right in and slot in because another guy made a mistake, it's just going to give Pep all the confidence in the world that he can then use that. Nolito is... I, I like, dude, Nolito has been the value signing of the transfer. Yeah, I have zero complaints with how well he's played. No. He's played outstanding. No, Nolito no, has been outstanding, but he's also not brilliant at any necessarily one specific thing. Like, there's no... I'm not... I, he does so much so well. Like, I'm trying to say this without... He's kind of a jack of all a, yeah, jack of all trades and a master of none. Yeah. And that's and 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 if you get someone in there who offers just that something. I don't know what it would be, but Pep and and Pep sees it. I mean, we right. have I think the obvious replacement is going to be Sané. 
And we know what Sane will bring. He's going to bring a lot of pace. And if his final... If is he, though? Is he, though? Is he, is, 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 is Sane okay, obvious replacement? I'm not necessarily saying he will be the replacement, but I think if you look at things, how, you know, how this is going to go, on the other hand, well, we've been trying to predict... I would, I would argue that Navas is the... Is the Vigil. Obvious, obvious okay. replacement. Yeah. That's, that's yes, fair. because what does Nolito offer you? Cover? What, okay, Nolito offers you cover, but what what are the things that Nolito does exceptionally well? He seemed, he just he's in the right positions. Exactly. He he takes up the right positions. He does so by being tactically sound. He offers pace going down that wing, and he'll track back, play defense again because he's tactically sound. I see your point. I see your point. I think it will ultimately depend on the game. I you know I don't know what he's going to do. Maybe. We've been trying to predict Guardiola's teams for a month now, and we keep getting them wrong. So I don't. You shouldn't listen to us on this, but I see your point. Um, and that's a question that we get that we got into. Let, let's let's go into the uh, listener questions right now before we actually preview Swansea, um, because we got several of them, and we appreciate all your questions. Let's start with. Well, we are kind of already talked about this, but we'll we'll mention it again. This is from the Bland Sean. Kevin De Bruyne, can he surpass David Silva's level of quality? Has he already done so, in your opinion? I think the answer to the first question is yes. The answer to the second question, I think it's a push, but he's moving that way. I, I would say the answer to the second question is no, because David Silva did it over such a long haul and yeah. did it for Spain when it mattered the absolute most. We've not really, even though the Belgians sort of prefer him to Hazard in terms of you know, which player they love the most. Um, it's, it's, you've, you have to do yeoman's work to supplant David Silva and at De Bruyne, De Bruyne, whoever is totally capable of it. Absolutely capable of it. <clears throat> and probably tipping him to get there. I think we both are. But I wouldn't go as far as to say that he's already there because David Silva has an element of longevity about him and some pretty critical titles that De Bruyne is missing. I agree with that. I'm with you there. Um, So let's go to the next question, which is from Darren Caspia. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Will Pep, we just talked about this, and I'm going to bring up a point after after I say it. Will Pep play Sané in the Lido role while he's suspended, or will Navas come in to the right and Sterling on the left? See, that's what gives me pause. Is he going to want to move Sterling to the left? Because he's been so good on the right. Um. Well, he's also shown that he has no problem playing uh, Navas, Navas on the left. That's true. Yeah, so I'm not I sure don't... how much of a solution is, but you're right about that. Yeah, I mean, what are City's next fixtures? Uh, Swansea. That, that, that they're going to be without Nolito for. Swansea, Swansea. And and then Tottenham. Yeah. So I think you look at maybe having, you see how it goes with, with Navas pretty much knowing that Swansea aren't exactly playing 
electric football if right now. If we're being now. honest, Nolito probably maybe gets rotated out for that League Cup game anyway. So. Right. And and so you 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 don't really miss anything there and and if Navas gives you anything it was probably always likely against Tottenham that Guardiola was going to probably try and offer something a bit more on the attacking side going up against Tottenham they have a quality back for a solid team uh Obviously, a very potent striker and, and very great, well coached, well yeah, very well coached, sound. and probably as complete a team as City. If if you're looking I really, at really like department, I really like Tottenham. Really like yeah, yeah, I like them a lot. So, so I I think that you know Nolito may he may have started that game because of his expertise. But I also think it, it, it seems maybe somewhat likely to me that Nolito may have been benched in that game for somebody like Sané uh, or, or, or Sterling or, you know, both of them just simply because you want to have that real cutting edge up front against those teams. Yeah, I, I, I think the Tottenham game, he'll definitely go for defensive cover up there. So that's a point well taken. Um, Rob, Kevin Destruina. Destruina. Yes. Um, I'm curious how you guys feel about the way Pep has handled the captain's armband. Good, bad, or indifferent. He's been letting, it was Fernandinho today, I believe. Um, and he's been letting the players sort of nominate, I think, as, as I understand it, which I like. I don't have a problem with it at all. Um, I know it's been Silva a bit. Um, Hart obviously got the captain team in his farewell game, but, you know, what do you, I like it personally. Um, I think this matters to the players more than it matters to us, but I like it. What do you think? Yeah, again, this is something is 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 just a, a man manager, a, a great manager doing something that is just that little extra for his players because. Really, the only benefit to being the captain is that you get to argue with the ref. You're the guy that gets to do yeah. Um That's the only actual benefit, you know. Uh, everything else is just nothing but pressure and, and, and a lot of nonsense. And so I think if you're a fan, you want to see, make sure that they're giving. I think that's part of when we got the Yaya captain season, he was the perception of him loafing around. I think that didn't do anything right. for the fans. And, and, but yeah, I think that from a fan's perspective, you just want to see them putting a shift in, and obviously, yeah. you're never going to complain about that with Fernandinho. No, and 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 I think or that company players, for that matter, who's always on top of it, even if he's not having a good game, it's always there's never for a lack of passion. Yeah, and I think that the players who've been nominated and have worn the armband have been guys who've been putting in shifts and and things like that, and you see it as a reward. I. I like the use of the captaincy in that fashion. I mean, I understand, you know, having one guy, you know, sort of like a Neymar and he wears it the whole year, but I don't really understand what that really does for the team. You know, like I, I see how that may help the player on an individual level, but I don't understand how the team benefits from one guy, no matter how well he's doing, 
getting to tell everyone else what to do. I, I think that as with most positions of leadership, they're especially in sports, they're temporal and, and they rely on a certain amount of respect commanded by the effort given and the way that Guardiola is doing it seems to honor that. And I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. It, it, the way, the way awesome. I would, the way I would put it, um, I don't think you should be the captain. Make being the captain should make you a leader. I think being a leader should make you the captain. If I could just put it that way. Yeah. You, 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 do, handle, do actions speak louder than words and what have you and, and the respect and the plaudits will come with that. So yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy. You could it. give the captaincy to Kalechi Iannaccio based on some of his performances or De Bruyne. And I would not argue with it because of the effort those guys give for Manchester City on a daily basis. Whomever is – and also I think that by floating the captaincy around, <clears throat> you're giving everyone a shot to grow as a leader and to also learn how to deal with the officials. And it makes the team a little bit better. You don't have guys who are piping off at the ref because they've then been in that position of captaincy. They're like, oh, crap, you know, like I, 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 I know how important it is that we keep this guy calm. Conversely, now I get that I need to keep myself calm. And, and I see how that benefits the team because each individual player is growing they're learning different roles, different functions, and learning how to use different aspects of their game to lead. And it's just, it seems to be more beneficial to, to the team as a whole. Do you see John Stones' comments about how he would like to be both City and England captain someday? I like seeing that from him. Yeah. I like that. That was that was good stuff for me. Sure. Um, um, next question. Samuel Longstreet Sane starts with Sterling Will and Alito out. I should have bunched those together. Um, I think we're in a, we're, we're, we're in agreement. It's going to depend on the game. I think, and we'll talk about Swansea in a moment, but yeah, I think there will be, at least with Tottenham, there will be a desire for defensive cover. And also from Sam Longstreet, um, couldn't tell from the game, why did the game stop after Bournemouth hit the woodwork? My understanding is there was offside in there somewhere. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what I've heard from several other people. It so was kind of vague, but that was my understanding. Yeah, hopefully that answers the question. All I've got. <laughs> yeah, it's the best we can do you for. Otherwise, you may have to you may have to Google it. Yeah. So let's talk about the Swansea Cup match midweek. It is 21st, which I believe is... It's Wednesday. Um, so... They'll be at Swansea for the League Cup, trying to defend the League Cup. Um, I know we keep saying we've been trying to predict Pep's teams and Pep's rotation, and it hasn't really happened. Today was basically the same team as the Champions League tie, um, with a couple changes at the back. So I really think this time we're going to see some changes because they're not that they, I think Pep. I don't think he'll be punting the League Cup, but I think he'll use it as an opportunity to get a look at some other guys. I wouldn't be surprised to see Sané start. I wouldn't be surprised to see 
Um, well, we'll definitely see Ihinacho again, but I would imagine we'll see Navas maybe. Um, I don't know who else is not fit, but I would expect, and I wouldn't predict that company is going to start, but I would expect that we might see a cameo from him. I think that we'll see a decent cameo from company. Um, and depending on how company feels, he may even push for a start. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he'll push for a start, but I'm imagining that they'll be cautious with him. Well, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, they know know what's going on. They know his, they know his, how he's doing better than we will. So I, I mean, they're literally all up in his crap. Yeah. His enzyme levels. So if Guardi, if anybody's going to have a handle on if, whether or not he should start, yeah. If he starts, I'm confident in, in that they've made the right decision on that. And if he comes off with an injury, then let's just move him into coaching and be done with it. Clearly, Stones is is good. <laughs> you know, it just I I think that that Vinny is going to be fine. That that last part was a bit of a joke. Although, seriously, if he does keep re-injuring that, I do think he would end up retiring. And I would hope that City would fight like hell to turn him into a coach there. Um, yeah. Like, right well, away. At least an ambassador of some sort. Yeah. Like, associated with the club. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't think they'll change the game plan all that much, but I think... I would just love to see Sané for night for from the start. I'm really I would really look forward to that. That's the main point I have to make. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, you know Fernandinho got a break. I would, yeah. Um, I would, if Fernando might come in, I would think, and yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we see the likes of Alex Garcia, who came on as a sub today, getting a look, maybe an Angelino or a Tosin, as you said. Mm. Um, I'm not sure the extent of which he'll rotate youngsters in, but I think we'll at least see some on the bench. I wouldn't be surprised if we get one or two starting. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's still worth noting that Pep hasn't done really anything uh, other than play with, you know, straight-up strikers, you know. So, I, I mean, we still haven't dipped into guys acting as false nines and so on and so forth. There's still so much this team can do tactically. Uh, that kind of terrifies the piss out of me. I, I mean, I enjoy it, but it's also like, wow, these guys are devastating. It's basically like someone just tweeted, like, the next three years, watch every match, take it in, soak it up, try and learn, because City may not win everything, Guardiola may not bring the Champions League, but I'll tell you what, Guardiola is going, by the time he is done at Manchester City, this club will be viewed as a contender, this club will be viewed as a desirable destination. And this club will be viewed as one that the best managers in the world would want to work for. Because of they see just how much... If Pep can turn this thing into the success in, in, in everything that he's doing so far, the, the rate of transition... Um, 
if you look at how much longer it took to get going at Bayern um, and and elsewhere, this is I mean this is gnarly. I, I've 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 not seen anything really like this in 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 sports. I mean, you brought a guy in in the Lido that nobody was sure like all right how's he gonna fit in brilliantly. Okay, how's this Stones character going to fit in with his new role brilliantly? And the All price right, tag. So, yes, yeah, so Kolarov's going to be moving to central defender. How's that going to work? Brilliantly. All right, so uh, De Bruyne and Silva are going to be trying out as, you know, two, two number 10s. You know, can they coexist together? How's that going to work? Brilliantly. Um... You know, it, I mean, pick what you want. It doesn't matter how the answer to how how's it worked is brilliantly. And eventually there will come a time when something doesn't work and, and that'll be fine. You know, you, that's football. That's 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 life. But this team hasn't even come close to their optimal capacity. They're not even within, I, I, I don't know, earshot of it, I don't think. Yeah, I agree with that. It's a really good way of putting it, and I don't really have that much to add on to this. Um, the game, I, 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 it's the League Cup. I hope they win, obviously, but I'm not going to curl up in a ball and cry if they don't. Um, I think it'll so be one less competition. Yeah, uh, obviously they won't want to go out this early, but um, I, I'm just sort of interested to see how they approach it. Really, that's that's my real curiosity out of that game. Um, I don't know if you have anything to add on that before we wrap ourselves up here. Yeah, I, I mean, it will be interesting to see. I mean, what are you most interested in in that sense like what? I'm curious to see um well beyond who even who he plays I'm curious to see if he takes this as an opportunity to tweak anything or do any experiments because Guardiola will know the significance or non-significance of the league cup not that it's not significant you want to win everything you can if you can but as far as priorities go it is probably the fourth most important competition they will play this year so I'm interested to see if he takes it as an opportunity to, um, and particularly the fact that they play the same game again in the league three days later. I'm interested to see if he will take that as an opportunity. So as not to tip your hand. Yeah, maybe not necessarily not even tipping your hand, but experimenting, seeing, you know, maybe poking at them a little bit. Does this work? Does this not work? What, what do you have? So I don't, I'm I'm more in, I'm interested in the tactical side. I don't know if he'll play it the same way. I don't know who he'll play. I don't know if he'll f- fiddle around with roles. I don't know if he'll play youngsters, which is another thing I would be interested in seeing. So I'm I'm really there's just a lot of curiosity because this is this is one I'm really not sure how to predict. Yeah, I see your point. It's well taken. I mean, there's it's difficult to know how he's going to approach that approach this see if he even gives a shit because there isn't a a, a cup competition like this in germany that we can say well no. he punted this in germany so he'll probably punt we don't know we just don't know it's the first time he's had to deal with anything like this so we'll have to yeah, see but, but at the same it. time 
the expectations as made, I mean, and, 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 and Caldoun was at this game, and the expectations are that City win everything. Right. And that's why I'm not, I don't think he'll punt it outright. He's not going to just go out there and not care what happens. That's not going to happen okay. at all. I'm not suggesting that. You're, no, I, I didn't think you were suggesting that. I, 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 your point's well taken about tinkering and trying out different things. I think that that will happen. I'm curious to what extent and into how drastically. I mean, it's it's perfectly conceivable that Pep's thought up two different ways to beat Swansea so he doesn't tip his hand. You know, like, oh, we're going to kick your ass like this on, on Wednesday, but don't, like... Go ahead and set up for that again on Saturday because it plays right into my hand for my next game plan. You know, like, that kind of thinking is Pep. Like, that's not conspiracy theory. That's how Pep thinks. Like, I'm going to – I am going to beat you so bad this way that come the next time you play us, that's the only thing you're going to focus on, which is exactly what I want. Because I want, it's like a magician. I want your attention over here. Yep. That's, that's about, that's, I agree with that completely. So I don't really, I don't feel comfortable making bold predictions because I don't know. I'm real, I'm less sure of this one than I have been with anything else. I'll tell else. you what, I'll, I'll make a, I'll make go a ahead. bold prediction. You go ahead and do that. I'll enjoy watching the game. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, it's, I don't know if it's on TV anywhere here. Um, if it is, it would be on BN, I think. But that's just—I couldn't tell you. So I'm sure. Well, well, one way or another, we're definitely going to find a way to see it. Yeah. As long as it's on somewhere. Um, but we'll watch out for that. So before we close this out, anything you'd like to add before our next? Before we call wrap on this. Yeah, just that I'm excited. Um, I talked. Uh, I talked to you know Paul, aka Damocles, and uh, I've come up with a way to sort of dive into some tactical stuff on this show without taking up you know a ton of his time. He's got quite a bit going on. Although he said he has time to come on the show too. Uh, but I've also come up with a way to take advantage of, of sort of just his knowledge whenever. And, uh, I'm going to be trying out this week to put that into, uh, into play, but it'll basically involve a series of, of pre-recorded questions that I asked, you know, uh, demo, and then he'll respond. I'll listen to him and, I'll, you know, if I have follow-ups on him, I'm totally going to be asking those. So it, it will be a conversation. It will just be recorded and conducted differently. Um, but the man's an absolute wealth of knowledge, and I, I told him, and I'll tell you guys the same thing, like, I don't really care if, if people want the tactics talk. Like, I'm doing this for me. And and Gray, I'm sure, wants to hear All it. in on this, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, like, I don't really care if you like it or don't. This is happening, man. Like, And and I say that as a joke because yeah. 
Uh, although I will say, as far as as far as I can tell, the reception to four four two on 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 these on Watch has been excellent, and obviously we're not going to ape that format. It's going to be different. But if you enjoy four four two, we think that you'll enjoy what we're cooking up here. So basically, and and that's the idea. There is there is to tap into some of that stuff and provide a similar experience of of helping people, especially in America, learn and grow in their understanding of the game. And Paul is so gracious. And, and the, the, the thing he said, and we can kind of end on this note, is that that's exactly what he wants. He's like, I don't mind taking the time to sit down and do this. He's like, if there are fans out there who love this sport, like, I want to help them understand it. Like, I, I want that. And uh, I'm a fan of this sport. I want to understand it. And he is brilliant with his explanations, analogies, and setups. And uh, probably more than the fact that he's brilliant, he's also the type of coach, because he has his UEFA B license and is currently working on his A, He's the type of coach who will come back and say, I got that completely wrong. I thought, tactically, this is what was going on. Instead, it was this. Love that. Yeah. Even Bill Belichick gets it wrong, man. Yep. Even, as we've said, even Pep Guardiola gets it wrong. So, Atletico knows it all too well. As do Real. Um, so, yeah, that's that's our show for this, this weekend, at least. Um, and, hey... You can, barring any other unforeseen circumstances like what happened on Friday, you can check me out on the weekend in review on the uh, City Watch podcast proper. That should be coming on Monday or so thereabouts. So that's that's my promotional material. Um, Josh, thanks for your time as usual. Oh, it's always my I pleasure. Think man. Enjoy, I think it's not much of a problem sitting down to discuss a game like that one. Um, oh, I, I'm really excited to to, to hear you and Asan discuss it uh, uh, in a couple days. I'm, I'm excited I, to talk about it. I don't know who else is going to be on, but I'm really looking forward to it. And um, we'll be back uh, probably midweek um, after the Swansea Cup game, mm-hmm. assuming that we find a way to see it, but I presume we will. Um, until then, you can follow us on Twitter at America Citizens. Um our, our sponsor is Blog Talk Radio. You can subscribe to us on iTunes as well. So this has been City Watch's American Citizens. My name is Gray. Thanks for listening. We'll be back at you during the week. Thanks, and have a great start to your week. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.